This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. The Gospel of John, chapter 9. Verse 8 says, Therefore the neighbors and those who saw that he was blind before said, Isn't this he who sat and begged? Others were saying, it is he. Still others were saying, it looks like him. And he said, I am he. Now those who knew this man found it a little hard to recognize him now. After all, his newfound sight had made him, well, different. I mean, some could hardly believe he was the same person. And I guess in a way, he wasn't any longer. Isaiah 42.18 says, Hear you deaf, look you blind, that you may see. That's the way it is with us upon new birth. Our conversion should, if it is a real conversion, cause in us such a radical change that it is impossible not to be seen by those that are around us. Sure, Salvation may occur quietly, but you know its results are anything but quiet. Note the steps of this man's healing. One, he was confronted by Jesus. Two, he was commanded to do some things. Three, he did those things as Jesus commanded him to do. And four, he was therefore delivered from darkness and given sight. We are herein reminded of our human responsibility, our response, if you will, to the sovereign work of the cross. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29 says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Again, come to me and take my yoke upon you. And learn from me. So you see, salvation is come and I'll give you rest. This rest, it speaks of an earthly and physical peace, even in the midst of all of this earthly race. And then it says, take his yoke upon you and learn of him and he will give you rest for your soul. That speaks of an even deeper and lasting Uh, a soul rest that ironically comes from a disciple's life (laughs) that is actually a life of pulling and learning. Pulling and learning. I mean, after all, what is a yoke for? Is it not to pull for our master? In our pull and in our learning, which means uh, that it comes to us by use and by practice, by these things we come to know a peace in our soul. Verse 10 says, They therefore were asking him, How are your eyes open? And he answered, A man called Jesus made mud, and he anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went away and washed, and I received sight. Then they asked him, Where is he? And he said, I don't know. So the man here made it clear to those who sought the truth. He did not hide the fact that he once was blind, or that now he could see. 
You see, that's a confession of faith and one that is, quite frankly, a natural part of our post-salvation walk. Once that true change is recognized, the next step invariably is that those around you are going to ask that faithful question. How did this happen? And in truth, we, our lives that is, are the best testimony of God's work and grace. We often expect the pastor to come to the rescue and be the evangelist and the teacher and the nurturer and the spiritual parent. But while the shepherd cares for the sheep, gang, he doesn't produce sheep. Sheep produce sheep. It is your testimony of life that brings people to Jesus, far more than any pulpit message I might give as a pastor. Ironically, we can also do the most damage through that same method if we're not faithful. The people asked, how did this happen? How is it that you once were blind, but now you see? And the man then proceeded to tell of how it all came to be. Please note that there was no seminary degree needed here. No pastoral license or church pulpit required. Just a changed life and a passionate heart. No, he didn't have all the answers. But you know what? It appears he didn't need them. He just knew what Jesus had done for him, what Jesus had done in him. And that was, and frankly, is still enough. Verse 13 says they brought him who had been blind to the Pharisees. It was the Sabbath when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. And again, therefore, the Pharisees asked him how he received his sight. And he said to them, he put mud on my eyes. I washed and I see. <clears throat> so this man, he, he took Jesus at his word. And as he as recorded here, he had went and washed and he was healed. Certainly that's a testimony many of us can share today. We too. We took Jesus at his word. We therefore moved in obedience according to that word. And we were then healed. Now suddenly lots of people were interested in a man who no doubt had been starkly ignored by most folks throughout his whole life up to this point. Their interest, you see, however, was not really in him specifically, but rather in what had occurred in his life. And also how what had occurred in his life was now affecting their lives and their beliefs because the very existence of what happened herein was now causing a ruckus, individually and corporately. Just why the people took this man to the Pharisees? I guess that's a point of conjecture. One could easily extrapolate that there would indeed be a state of confusion going on right about now and questions from the people that had witnessed that miracle. After all, the Pharisees had gone out of their way to ridicule this Jesus and had tried to render him powerless. But he obviously <clears throat> wasn't powerless, was he? So the natural reaction was therefore to run off to the clergy to get a ruling on the matter, right? When asked again how this happened, the man gave the same simple answer he'd given before. Again, no deep theology, just the simple facts and truth. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. 
To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.